Colin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's fantastic <laughs> to be here, to be back. Yeah. It's the second episode. I of made it. Two. Oh, yeah. I made did, it to yeah. the sequel to talk about a, a sequel, a, hor- a horrible sequel. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. I don't want to start off but, on a negative note. This is interesting because you are, we are watching a sequel and in, we have already watched the original, the, the network special has, yes. but with a different, with a different host. And so now uh, we have another host to pick up the mantle for the sequel. And now you haven't, well, let's, let's get into it. Before. So I've, li- <laughs> yes, I've listened to that episode. <laughs> Um, okay, fantastic okay. job. Fantastic job. Oh, thank you. And thank I hope you, to do, I hope to uh, you know, carry that that uh history of excellence you've laid out forward in this episode. And, but I mean, I don't think that the material in this movie does doing us much favor okay. uh, when it comes to excellence. And and for those of you who don't have any idea of what we're talking about or even what show you're listening to, maybe you accidentally hit play. You were trying to listen to the Joe Rogan experience (laughs) and you accidentally hit on this one. This is network special, the podcast where we talk about the golden age of appointment television, where if you wanted to watch a special, a TV special, you used to have to make sure you're home at night to watch it in that. Yes. watch it at that very specific time, but now with the magic of the internet, we can watch these things again and again and again. Well, it's Nathan. It's, um, it's interesting you say that because yeah, that is oh, everything you're saying there is true. But I actually used to watch that. I have seen this movie a bunch of times. So because we, I watched be- it when I was a kid a lot. Okay, so, so let's say let's just say first, who are you? Yes, I am Colin Perkins, <laughs> and I'm Nathan. Nathan Cheer, whatever. Yes. Call me whatever you want. Um, but what are we watching? We are watching uh, Ewoks, <laughs> The Battle for Endor, which, yes, is, which is a sequel. A sequel to, to an e- what I always thought was just called the, the Ewoks movie, the first one. But now when I look it up, mm-hmm. it's like been retro renamed or something. It's called like Carousel of or not Carousel, Caravan of <laughs> Caravan of Courage, I think. Is, is yes, that right? that's right. That's right. And um, I don't remember what episode number it is. Just look it up. Uh, but we talked about, like I said, we talked about the first one. And you haven't seen the first one. I have. But I did not watch this one live like I did the first one when I was a kid. This one you did watch live. Yeah. So the story of my childhood was like more <laughs> times than you could possibly believe. As a kid, myself, my brother, my sister, we would be like racing in to see the TV. Maybe we were coming home from somewhere trying to get to the TV. And it was extremely common to go and encounter the TV with a big note on it that said, like for my dad, that would say, like, don't change the channel. I'm recording because he was always, always recording something on our VCR. Uh, And this was one of the things he recorded. So I don't know where I assume (laughs) It must have played on like, I don't know, some network. It's on like a rerun or something like that. Because he didn't film or he didn't record it like in 85 when this came out. If I had to guess, it was probably like a couple years later. So it probably reran as like a Saturday afternoon movie or something. But 
But yeah, I I yeah. used to watch it all the time. The weird thing is that when I rewatched it this time, it's the first time I've seen it in I don't know thirty years. Like I I didn't remember like any almost anything. I remember that there's like a little character that's like super fast and runs around, and that the oatmeal guy Wilford Brimley's in it. That was it mm-hmm. though. So it was kind of like watching it for the first time. And so. Like we said, this movie came out in 1985. It was aired on ABC as a network special, and that's why we're talking about it. Yep. But it did get an international release in 1986 in what country? Was it uh, It was Germany? I think it was Germany, Germany. Is, if I'm remembering <laughs> that correctly. It just, it just says – it says limited international release on Wikipedia. It doesn't – Give the details, but you said you read Germany. Somewhere. I think I read that on the like the trivia section of IMDb. I think said that it specifically called out Germany. So I don't know if they like, I don't know if, why they called them out, but apparently they like the you know, walks over there. We have a trivia. We have a trivia night at the local pub in town. <laughs> the local, and, the local um, pub. Yeah, and, All right. what, and what they don't know is that I always pull out the IMDb trivia section to cheat. Really, like while you're there. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I always I mean it doesn't always work. I sometimes I like if they ask a question about like say like a political event that happened in 1985, there's not really a trivia for that on IMDb. So I just <laughs> no, not on, like a, agree, not on IMDb yeah. is not the place I'd go for that. So if it's something like, you know, like uh like I might end up putting like just a interesting fact about um October Red or whatever. <laughs> About what? <laughs> Hold on, Red October. The battle for oh, wait, Red October. The hunt for Red October. <laughs> Is that yeah. what you're trying I to might, say? Yeah, I just might put like a you know like a an interesting fact about the filming of the hunt for Red October in a question that's related to something about Russia. You know. Okay. Are you thinking of Red Dawn? <laughs> Red Dawn. I think. I think the hunt for Red October <laughs> came out in like 1990s somewhere. I'm, <laughs> If I remember correctly, but we listen, I, we I may have gone down the rabbit hole with this. Listen, I was constructing a a great joke that uh, it had it had a good end, but it just didn't have a good good good, good pieces. Oh yeah, there's some as as my uh, one of my comedian friends says when he throws out a, a bad uh, joke premise that he hasn't written a punchline for, he'll just say, "There's some meat. There's, there's we just got to put some meat on that bone. Just put some meat on there." And I think that's, <laughs> that's where right. you, that's you're in the workshopping phase in that Red Dawn joke. So that's right. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So let's talk about this dumb thing. <laughs> you, I, you know, I I watched it yesterday, mm-hmm. and I am struggling. To even know what to talk about because it's this movie is so um, unmemorable. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like insulting that they have that they uh, tried to make this as like part of the Star Wars. It has nothing, nothing to do with Star Wars other than there's some Ewoks in it, and most diehard Star Wars fans would probably. Rather, the Ewoks never have been a part of Star Wars either. So, but it's like if you went up to anybody in the world and said, "Like, let's let's play this out." Nathan, tell me what you like about Star Wars. What would most people say? Um, number one, the prequels. They would start with the prequels. <laughs> they you, would. You know, different people yeah. than I do. I don't. They think would that's... say, "Jar." They're huge Jar Jar fans. 
um, Jar Jar, the uh, those two characters that are like a horrifically offensive, like Asian stereotype that have the Asian voices. And yeah, they, yep, they would love those. And then finally, they would be huge fans of the most recent ones too. Oh yeah, the the uh, the third trilogy. Yeah. Okay, so that's not yeah. what I had in mind. I was thinking <laughs> okay, like, okay, okay, you have to discount all, or like take all those things out of your memory. And just think about okay, at okay. the time, it's 1985. Okay. You're a little kid. Somebody comes okay. to you. They are like, Nathan, I know you're a huge star Wars fan. There's this new Ewok star Wars movie coming out. Like if okay. you, if you went to see it, you would have been, if you were in Germany, I guess is the only place you could have gone to see it. <laughs> yeah. Or if you watched it, on TV. <laughs> yeah. but it's like star Wars is lightsabers, Jedi, the force, uh, star, Star like star ships that f- actually fly, uh, time mm-hmm. you know out in space. This movie literally has nothing, none of that, not even a sniff. It has a couple spaceships that sit on the ground broken, and that's pretty much it. Like there's nothing, <laughs> star- there's nothing that would tell you this is a Star Wars movie at all. So I'm looking on the Wikipedia for. I was trying to see <laughs> if. If yeah, they have something that they like to. It's like they have the canon, right? So like everything is like specific to, um, you know, like like if something is canon, like that means it is true for sure, and you can use it in your Star Wars story, a main approved Star Wars. Yeah, it's considered like the approved characters plot points all that stuff like the the approved history of that galaxy or whatever so but then there is like another thing where it's like c canon and b canon. there's like i think there's like layers of like canon like oh this is kind of canon but it's like not is that because like when disney (laughs) when disney bought um you know uh lucasfilm from george lucas I think didn't they like roll back and get rid of a bunch of things that were considered canon and then they started like writing their own and people got really mad. I'm vaguely remembering this, so I don't know the details. So, okay, so there basically like there were I, okay, I don't I'm not an expert. Right now there's going to be like a million act like comments. No, no, you know. You know what happened. Listen, listen, listen. There's going to be a million I just there's going to be a million Star Wars guys commenting on this we've we only have like five comments on our podcast page and like four of them like one of them is about my laugh and how they hate it <laughs> and four of them are about uh mistakes we made on marvel stuff oh, so like geez. i i you I, know this is gonna end up so, on a star wars like reddit or something yes, and people are gonna so be like please get a load of these idiots and everything they got wrong about the sea cannon and they're gonna flip so out please please listen when i tell you i don't know what i'm talking about i'm just picking yeah, bits and pieces, right? Okay, so yeah, so the the I guess like there was all these books being written, you know, like all this stuff happens after the movie happens, like the toys are coming, the, the like every it's just it's exploding. So then I think the cash grab basically. Yeah. Let's so make then I every think dollar we can on this. At some point there was kind of like a reckoning of like okay, uh we need to rein this in because if I want to make you know, if George Lucas wants to make a prequel or whatever, and some guy wrote that, you know, Anakin was a he worked at McDonald's or something, like <laughs> that author, he doesn't want that to that be author canon. Does, has no future <laughs> in writing. Yeah, so, 
So they have to say, like, okay, this stuff is all canon. This stuff's non-canon. Okay. It's just for all fun. Right. That's know? fine. That's fine. Um, and these movies are definitely non-canon. So much so that, like, they're hardly even referenced even in the non-canon part of the Wikipedia. <laughs> Well, like just kind of like footnotes. If you happen to like the IMDb trivia page for Battle for Endor, there mm-hmm. like to reinforce that point is there's there's a couple like f- facts or pieces of trivia in there that talk about why this movie takes place. Let me make sure I'm getting this right. After uh, Return of the Jedi, then like a few lines down, there's like a couple things that talk about the evidence for why it definitely takes place before. And there's like, you know, flimsy, oh, yeah. flimsy evidence for both, but it's clearly not like nobody at Disney ever thought like, let's make sure we're tying the battle for Endor to the rest of the uh, universe. Cause they probably <laughs> hated it. I mean, they, I mean, I, this is a, this you know, is a bad, this. it's a bad movie. It's really bad. I, I remember this trivia you're talking about because I gave it as an answer to uh, <laughs> what president was assassinated first. <laughs> Yes, he was killed, I believe, with a uh, pho- photon phaser. Is that a thing? Is that a Star Trek thing? Oh, shit. We're in trouble. If- I think it's Star Trek. Oh, crap. You're screwed now. That's another fan base that's going to be livid now. E- episode two, you're, you're going to be canceled. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, all so, you Trekkies. Uh, if you're interested to know, the Ewoks do have a, a – they did worship a pantheon of gods and spirits, and I can – read you some of these it doesn't sound like, like you're it. saying that from memory or from your knowledge are you reading no that i'm directly? reading this okay. i'm reading this from the wikipedia okay so um the names are always great you know like um boozy is one of their gods that's one of the uh, ewoks gods yeah boozy <laughs> and, and this is like reinforced by like are there books out there that explain this or where is this coming from? so so this is I'm assuming this is in the the non-canon, okay. You know, like books about Ewoks. Uh, there's Deej. <laughs> okay. Um, there's Flitchy. Flitchy. Praise be to Flitchy. He Flitchy, we pray. He yeast. Um, what did you just say? Heesh. Heesh. Yeah. <laughs> if this if this uh, list is much longer, I'm going to need you to just and pick your. Two or three. Well, favorites. I told you it was massive. I am just going to uh, Rillish, Rillish, and Mopey. Mopey. Uh, okay. Well, somebody taught them somewhere along the line. One of the one of the things that I read about this is like one of the things you notice when you watch this is the Ewoks. All of a sudden, they speak English. Like they can talk. Yeah, they learned. can say it, say things, which is one of the things that somebody cited as. This is literally uh, one of the facts, uh, trivia facts that's written on IMDb is somebody says this has to have taken place after Jedi because in Return of the Jedi, they couldn't yet speak English. And at some point along the way, somebody, probably Princess Leia, taught them how to speak (laughs) English. I'm like, oh, God, whoever put this on here needs to needs to like take a time out and think think through their life choices. But, yeah, they do speak. That's the. That's a huge issue in Star Wars is when you go throughout all of the the um, I guess like so far, like we've watched all these specials, like we watched the Christmas special. We watched Ewoks. like you're never really sure who understands English and what like 
like they can't like some people like it seems like some people don't understand english but then they can then they do understand but then there's like it's it's whatever they can is only speak it, in their it's language like whatever's and, easiest to make the story move forward i'm guessing a lot of the time but yeah so they speak i swear i swear i, I wish i could remember when it was there's a moment in there where Wicket, who is the the head Ewok, he's the only one that really gets any screen time. Um, played by this is played, played by, played by Will, the great Warwick Davis. Yeah, Warwick Davis. So he, he he's you know what he's the star of the Ewok, at least from the Ewok perspective, he's the star. Mm-hmm. I swear, there's a moment in there where he's trying to do something, and it like doesn't work. And I swear, he says, "Oh damn." Or, oh, damn it. It sounded like, and it's like in Wick, it's like it's in, in Ewok, you know, garble. But I'm like, he he definitely just said, oh, damn. And it made sense perfectly for the context of what he, you know. But I'm like, so somebody taught him that. Somebody with a foul mouth taught him that. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Probably so, some, like, you know, bully kid. Here, bully, uh, you know, he's trying to, he was like, oh, here, oh, I'll teach you some words that I'll teach you some uh, English words that that will help you. Like one of the like one of the like pussy and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like one of the Ewoks that like has spent a lot of his time in juvie when he was younger or like one of the street tough Ewoks that's from the uh, the bad side of the tracks and the Endor forest. Do you do you know why they're called Ewoks? Can I tell you? Do you actually know or is this a setup for another joke that's not written yet? No, 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 I do. George, this is, this, I, I've heard that George Lucas, you know, like a lot of people talk about how bad he is. <laughs> sure. Like, yes, I've heard and, this. And it, so this is kind of evidence in my mind, but he, he wanted to have like a primitive race overthrow the empire, empire, right? Um, in, in, in the last movie. That was just an idea that he's like, I, I need to do this. Like whatever wants, happens, like a primitive race, right? whatever else happens, and there's going to be some teddy bears th- overthrowing the empire. Okay. Well, well, he he just says a primitive race. So okay. he it, it initially planned to use the Wookies, right? Um, but decided against it. Um, Made too much his sense. His ans- his his answer was to create a new race called Ewoks, which is Wookie with the syllables reversed. Oh my god! Seriously. <laughs> And altered to resemble the name of a Native American people. (laughs) But they're teddy bears. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Do you? uh, That's, that's. uh, I mean, this this is why there's a character named Mace in this. And there's also like a very famous character named Mace. Very famous, yes. (laughs) Like, it's just. Maybe that's like, maybe that's like the, the. you know, Katie or or Tom or John of like that universe is just like every oh, like, every just... like I know yeah I know nine ten maces I've known you know a kid next to me as a kid was mace and I got a cousin mace and maybe they're all over the yeah. place you don't know oh, okay so so this is my question and you can help me with this because you've seen the first Ewoks movie is okay in in this one that we just watched Ewoks Battle for Endor uh, the main character is this little girl Sindel right okay. Mm-hmm. she's a character from the first one because the first isn't the first one it's about her her brother her mom and dad right uh they, it's about her and her brother oh, it's, her parents aren't in it they are excuse me they are kidnapped um by the final enemy and so they are trying to rescue them okay 
basically they crash land on this this planet and while he their parents are there trying to fix the ship um they run off and and the parents end up getting kidnapped and and okay. so then the rest of the movie is them going to find their parents Okay, going on a caravan of courage, you would say. Mm-hmm. To find mm-hmm. their okay, so I assume they find them because at the beginning of this movie, they're they're all together, but that the happiness lasts for like eleven seconds into the movie because this random like attack starts happening. The dad, who I know is in this one, is played by a different actor. Yes, this, I can't. But his it, his name is uh, escaping me, but he's the principal from Paul. Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, so it's Paul. Uh, in in the Paul vi- something. Yeah, remember. in the very like very very limited uh, time he's in this movie, that's all I could think the whole time is like your ass is mine, like whatever he says to yeah. the kid, you know. Um, but he's he's not that's like that. He's like a really he says that. That's his catchphrase. He says that in this movie as well, <laughs> constantly. Every his every whole two minutes he's in, he's in he says, it. Every movie he's in it, he says, your ass is grass. Your ass is grass. Yeah, is that what it is? What did I say? Your ass mm-hmm. is mine. <laughs> I mean, maybe that maybe it was that. I don't that remember. was in the porn version of Breakfast Club. <laughs> I mean, may, may, maybe maybe he says, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. You're the one who said he says it in Breakfast Club. Doesn't so he? I, I think he, doesn't he say something that like threatens the kids? Like, don't mess around because I'm in charge and you're it's at, definitely, like, something like it's that. It's definitely, you, you know what? I cha- It is definitely don't mess around. He says that in every movie. He says. <laughs> Don't mess around. He always says, don't mess around. This isn't a breakfast club. He always says yeah, that, which exactly, I thought was exactly. really shoehorned into this Endor movie. Uh-huh. It didn't make any but, sense. But, you know, it's contractual. It's contractual. Yeah, he's got to say it. Um, so, okay. So, but at, right at the beginning, her family is like, they're still trying to fix that ship in like this random collection of bad guys. One of them is like a freaking Elvira clone that looks like, you know, <laughs> like she's like this witch or sorceress or something. And yeah. and then these the uh, this like band of like guys that I, I mean it's so bad like so bad the the whatever you call it I guess makeup or costume like they look like like you remember how you'd watch Nin, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the like the villains were just like so comically like weird and like <laughs> sure rah, 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 i'm gonna rah. like that they're like they have kind of that vibe to them they're just like very weird they almost look like that mixed with uh like um the planet of the apes characters or something they're these weird like primitive looking guys that are like really awful and strange looking walk upright and grunt and make a lot of noise and they're looking for you know some power thing it's never really described the entire movie what they're looking for or why but they're looking for some <laughs> kind of power well they talk they do kind of it, it's a story it's a kind of a storyline but well it, the i think the biggest issue with these masks is they don't spend a lot of time on the mouths <laughs> agreed so, like so like when they speak their chin also like it's just like like <laughs> it's like when you buy a mask at a halloween store that's and, exactly you know, what it looks like <laughs> is they just fine. like bought a bunch of them in bulk and they're like okay the bad guys for whatever reason in this movie look like this so all right let's just do this like they had no budget they, or something they did a good job with the mouths for the ewoks i think 
Sure. I mean, better. I mean, they did a better job. Yeah. yeah. They um, they don't blink, though. The Ewoks do not blink. Did you catch the moment at the very beginning? It's like right after the Elvira witch, you know, Adam's family lady or whatever she is, um, has like found the ship where uh, Sindel's dad is trying to fix it. And and there's a moment that the one of the head bad guys walks up behind her and he's got this like horrible mask on and then he pulls it off mm-hmm. and under it's like a worse mask. It's like the funny. <laughs> it is so funny. I would laugh out loud at this moment because I'm like, it didn't even make sense. Like, I was like, why is he even wearing that mask? It, it looked like the worst co- like uh, character mask out of a Halloween store that you've ever seen. And then the guy wearing it pulled it off and there was a worse one underneath. It's like, why, why did he do that? Do you even understand why he, that happened? So, so th- he was, it was basically his battle helmet. I guess, but it, it's like a face. It was like a full head cover thing. Yeah, it was like, uh, you know, it was like constructed with, you know, weeks wax bone, bones or something. You know, like, I don't, you know, like, I don't know. What? <laughs> what? What? What bones? Weeks wax. That's like definitely <laughs> something George Lucas would come up with. Okay, I can. I all right. I'll go. I'll I'll put that in the canon. I'll I'll agree that that's canon. Yeah. It's we whatever you said. Um, I think that I think what what you were talking about with the magic the witch ladies like the thing about these movies is I feel like we talked about this with the last one is that. The, these movies are all magic. Like everything is magic. Yeah. And in the Star Wars movies, there isn't, except for the Force. But but even the Force was like lamely explained. You know, with the the that midichlorians, midichlorians, yeah, whatever. That was you know, only like, like, in the prequels. Like that wasn't part of the original <laughs> right, Star Wars right. movies. But for forgetting that, the only magic is the Force, right? And, yeah. And then, then in the, the last trilogy, the Force was. I mean, you could do anything. Like suddenly, right, like sure. the force allowed you to do all stuff, but 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 it's not Halloween magic right. like this is. These are ho- this is Halloween. These, you know what this feels stories. like to me? Like again, if you weren't, if you didn't know this was a Star Wars movie, um, other than like the Ewoks, there's nothing else that would tell you this is a Star Wars movie. It felt much more like if you think about movies from the '80s, th- this this Ewoks movie made me think of things like Labyrinth. Have you seen Labyrinth? Uh-huh, yeah. Labyrinth, never-ending story. Um mm-hmm. what was the other one? Oh, Return Did you ever see Return to Oz, the sequel to Oh, sure. It's absolutely horrifyingly scary. It's yep. so weird. But they're they're all weird and have this weird like creepy like kind of ma- mag like you're talking about magic mysticism thing to them. And and that is exactly what this felt like to me. It it was weird. It was very weird. It's it's funny that you're naming like like amazing productions, yeah, good ones. Like they did like, it well. This, this is like I was, I was thinking stuff like the Beastmaster three. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is like to me. Like Excalibur, you know, just like really bad fantasy um, stuff. Well, okay. But I, I mean, like, like, do, 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 like, I don't, I don't really. I'm not necessarily like we could go be. We could go through the plot a little bit. Like I want to like point out some stuff that we saw. Yeah, I think what you were you mentioned to me while we were watching, like the family, the the mom, the dad, and the brother and the girl, and 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 I want to say the brother is a mace. He mace. was in the fully in the first one. Yeah, he is um, the guy who plays him. I think his name is Eric Walker or something. 
he's very much a booster for this. He's the reason why these movies ended up on Disney Plus. He's like trying oh, to. That's I think he's right. Like, I think he's trying to do like a Kickstarter or something to like make a whole behind the scenes or something. I don't know. But he I feel so <laughs> I re- bad for him. I really want to find that Kickstarter right now and see what's in it. So, like how much so money. So the thing about the, that we always laughed about was that he looks exactly like Luke Skywalker, first of all. Like mm. like like they found some kid who looks just like him and who's just as whiny. And um, but the thing is, like, he was such <laughs> a he want to go to he didn't want to go to Tashi Station and buy some power converters. though. <laughs> he's not quite he, that whiny, is he? No. Well, I mean, in the first one, definitely. Oh, but is he, he really? Wow. In this I'm kind of glad he got so killed bad. immediately in this. Yeah. Then. Well, that's the thing. Like, I feel so bad because he's such a big booster for these movies, but they killed him off so fast Post in this movie. Like. Within ten movie, ten minutes of this movie, you, he's dead. Do you think when he Everyone's got dead. like cast in the first one, he was like, "This is it. Like I'm on easy street. Was. Like this, my life has just begun. Like the the sweet life and like, and I don't. I mean, obviously he makes it through the first one, but um, but it didn't like skyrocket him to uh, you know, stardom the same way like Mark Hamill did, you know, when he was in Star Wars. So. Yeah, no, this is this. Yeah, that this was a rude awakening. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so so yeah, let me let me talk. I want to talk about a couple plot points, too. Okay, so her family Mm -hmm. gets killed, um, which which is uh, made very clear because she's wearing what I think in the history of Star the Star Wars universe is like the stupidest, most pointless invention. She has this like watch or bracelet thing on that has four lights. That's all it has on is four lights. And you find out that those represent like if, if those lights are lit up, that means her family members are still alive. One of them's her and one of them's her dads, her moms or her brothers. And, and they, so they, they all start, have these. They're yeah. All wearing them. They start dying at the beginning and she just keeps looking at her watch and it's like, sees the light turn off. And it's like this <laughs> weird, did they have those in the first one? Uh, no, no, no. So somehow between movies, they found a store and bought these. Like, these are cool. We'll know, if, you know, if we're well, not together, we'll know if each other are lo- alive or horribly, you know, murdered. It'll be great. <laughs> so she, like, I just sees her just whole family get murdered. I guess, I guess it's one of these things where you're like, listen, I don't want one of you guys going on another caravan of courage. <laughs> if one caravan we're, in of fact, dead. Yeah, if we're already dead, then you don't need to be going on caravans, you know, of exceedingly courageous, <laughs> more and more courageous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so just like one look, caravan watch... more courageous than the next. Yeah, it's, yeah. You don't need if, that. If, I agree. If, if, if I'm dead, then you don't have to go on a caravan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is nice if you think about it from that standpoint. Yeah. Sure. But uh, so she like spends the first few minutes of the movie just like seeing her dad die or brother die um and she's on her own so she starts she's also did you notice how uh like leisurely she takes things when she's like running from danger like there's a couple yeah, points in this basically movie skipping yeah there's a couple points in this movie when she's with her dad who i think is if i remember correctly the last one of her three family members to die he gives yeah. her this like goodbye talk and says nice things to her and he, clearly he knows he's gonna die and she's he wants her to get away and he he says to her like very clearly run don't stop don't look back just run and she she goes like oh okay and he's like run and she starts running like kind of a light jog and takes like 14 steps and then stops 
turns around, she, looks at her she, dad for a long and, time. And her dad says, don't mess with me. <laughs> he goes, don't mess with me or your ass is mine. <laughs> yeah. He did and say that. She, oh, and then, that's And then right. she runs off, yeah. But she stands there like looking longingly at him like, Dude, he just told you four seconds ago not to do no, this. No, no, it's And annoying. she does this again it's... later when she's running from something is she just stops and, like, looks around for a long time. This is the pattern because in the first movie, in the very beginning, um, they go missing. The kids go missing. And the parents are looking for them and they can't find them. And the mother says to them, says, I told them over and over again not to leave the ship. And this kid, it does not matter what her parents say. This kid always does the opposite. Yeah. She killed her parents, she's as a, far as I'm concerned. She's a mur- yeah, she's a horrible character. She's a murderer. <laughs> she's got to live with that. Um, so, so they, so they, so they, they are killed. She heads off, and then this is the thing about the movie is what I what what I can do is I could give you maybe five scenes that that matter to this movie. You can, and then, and then the rest of the th- hundred scenes are just wasting our time. Like just running, or like, uh, you know, cr- like telling each other that we miss our, our mom or whatever. Like it's like just over and over again, it's the same thing. Like, and then every once in a while, like a cool creature will show up. Yeah, and then you got to sit through another like t- like fifty scenes of them chasing them and like like it's like it's like in in the battle scenes like you see the exact same thing happen like 20 times in a row oh my god okay first of all you go like i I don't want to skip past everything you just said i just i'll say this and come back you go this entire movie like waiting for the battle for endor to happen and it's like the (laughs) very end of the movie and it is the most like drawn out repetitive it felt like it was 45 minutes long of just the same thing. It's miserable. It was probably it's, it's like just... two minutes long, but it felt so long. So, but, but yeah, so she, there's not much that happens. That's like, I would agree with that. There's not a whole lot of like, and there's no, there's no character development at any point. Like there's not a character in here that you really know anything about for the most part. Um, Wilford Brimley does come along. I mentioned him earlier. He comes along because she and uh, Sindel, the little girl, and Wicket, her friend, who's her best friend, she says it 95 friggin' times to him mm-hmm. uh, as and they're he says, cuddling. Best friend? <laughs> he does, like, he does an E.T. impression? Is that what he does? He goes, he doesn't, like, he never, he goes, best friend? Reese's? <laughs> he just, yeah. he just he learned English from that roughneck kid oh. that... You know, he it's like he's still learning English. Yeah. He's like an exchange student. that's just like repeating things. But so they come across. They're led to this house by this little like character whose name is Teak, I believe. Um, Yeah. And he's this little like who looks awesome. I love I I was going to say the one thing I I like about this. I think Teak is I don't care if this makes me sound lame. He is like the cutest character in the history of star Wars, like any, anything ever. (laughs) He's like so freaking adorable. He looks like he's like almost like a kind of like a mini, like like monkey. He's like this tiny little character. He's like only maybe a foot or two tall. He looks like, he looks like something from, 
He looks like a Jim Henson Muppet for sure. So he looks like yes. something out of like Labyrinth or whatever. And he looks, but he also, he's very cute, but he also looks like in a horror movie, he's the thing that, uh, that like a kid sees in the woods and is like, oh, cool, a cute character. <laughs> and then follows him and into like, you know, his certain death. <laughs> well, he's reformed in this. He doesn't murder anybody. Yes. He's great. Uh-uh. Like he's he's like the one character I was like excited. I think it's just because he was like little and cute and furry, and it was like yeah, goofy looking. He was kind of like cross-eyed and yeah, yeah. He's this is going to be very weird, and I don't expect you or anyone listening to this to understand. But I just kept thinking he looks like a cross between like a monkey and the character Tanner Boyle from the original Bad News <laughs> Bad News Bears movie. If you've ever seen that, Hold I'm on. telling I you. I know exactly who you're Go talking about. Go look up Ta- Tanner Boyle, Bad News Bears, okay, and then look mind. up Teak, and I think they have, like, similar faces. I don't, you know, call me okay, crazy. So you, so you know who I was thinking you were saying is um, that famous um, short kid um, – from the seventies, oh, what is his name? Oh, Mar- Mason Reese. <laughs> so, Mason, who's that? Mason Reese. When, he wasn't cousin uh, Oliver on uh, the, the Brady Bunch, was he? Um. Oh, I don't know. Um. We might be he was mixing in, up a thousand things. Now. He was in lots Mason of commercials. Uh, can, can, do a search on him right now, and just look up Mason Reese, and you uh, like I. I have to say, he totally looks oh, like... Oh, okay. I know... Oh, my God. <laughs> I know this... Yes, I know this person, face. Um, it's a... Yeah, it's a very memorable face. And American so I, former I, I, child actor and restaurant entrepreneur who entrepreneur, appeared in... It, yeah, that, I, mean, I don't know if the restaurant part is what people will remember. I don't recall that. I don't remember walking into his restaurant. But, um, yeah, but now I'm trying to figure out things that he was in and like i do know his face but i don't he I was don't just recognize like anything commercials he was like like he was this one of those kids who like he would go on like a talk show like in this like the mike douglas show is what they mentioned here and he would like kind of talk like a little adult you know but i think he was also um he also you know he, he also had like a growth issues yeah i was gonna say it looks like he yeah may have like a a thyroid issue or something like yes yeah like have dwarfism or something of of that nature yeah yeah i definitely know his face i just he's not in bad news bears i know that (laughs) but i'm pretty i'm almost positive he's not in that but uh, you know no no offense to mason reese but i'm i'm seeing a little bit of him in teak Well, I bet Teak is like is one uh, thing that he saves the day a couple different times. He's like lightning fast. He can run like in a blur, oh, like you can't Mason even see. Him. So I don't Mason think Mason should be. You think Mason Reese had sh- that too? No, I'm saying Mason should be like like you know like proud then that I said he looks like this little right. alien creature. What if Ma- Nathan? What if <laughs> he was what if Mason guy. Reese is one of the five listeners of this podcast? Aren't you gonna feel well, like crap? He- he is definitely the person who made fun of my laugh then. We we have to get Mason Reese on a future episode of this. We have to. <laughs> I think that's clear at this moment. Um, do you think that's hard? You think that's hard to do? To get Mason Reese on to show up for a podcast? Okay, if he's on a TV special, we have to like I have to look I'm going to uh, I'll do some research. 
Yeah, he's got to be like in his 70s or something by now, isn't he? Um, Probably not 70s. If well, he was if like he was a kid in the, in the 70s. Let's see. He was. Oh, I just found it. He was born in 1965. So he's 57. Yeah. 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 So I'm that was way off on that. But yeah. So, OK, so th- we'll take that as a sidebar. I'll write that on the uh, <laughs> on the to do list as we have to get Mason Reese involved in some way in one of these episodes. Um, yeah. But OK, so they they anyways, Teak leads them to this house and and you come to find out it's uh, the house. The house belongs to uh, Wilford Brimley. Right. Old diabetes himself. So I the story that I have about Wilford Brimley, this isn't that good of a story, but I have a friend who uh, my friend Tom, his daughter has diabetes. So they raise a lot of money for juvenile di- diabetes. Yeah. Um, JDRF. So they raise money for that. And for years they used to do this like huge, like really cool, really in depth, um, really well researched. Like, uh, they called it the amazing race. It was like their version of like the amazing race, but it was all around the city, like the city, uh, that we live in and all the suburbs around it. And you'd, all these teams would get involved. It was like a day long thing. You'd go place to play. It was really cool. So the first year we did it, uh, as an homage to, um, diabetes uh is we named our team the brimleys uh, after wilson yeah. uh, wilford brimley and we won sure we won that year so i have a uh somewhere somewhere in my Wait, basement this, somewhere i have a, a uh trophy is this your story is this your story of Brim- wilford brimley that's my wilford brimley story <laughs> what did you, you i told Wil- i told you, you it's not meet him no no i told you okay, it's not that listen. good i got another. wait hold on a- hold on i got another one <laughs> This is oh, a, this oh, one's no, be- this one's no, even no. better. When I was young, um, my dad had me watch Cocoon with him, and I didn't like it. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. That's true. That one's true too. You I think that okay, one's like, even I, better. I, I, listen, <laughs> any story that is about a celebrity legally has to require that the celebrity is involved. That's not true. Where, yes, what yes. do you mean legally? Who who made that law? You don't have any law, story at all uh, concerning a celebrity. You know, you, you where, know who made that law? You know who made that law? Who? I'd love to hear this. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you're th- you're th- Adam, th- Adam Curry. Adam Curry made that law. And Adam Curry is the co-inventor of podcasting. He's uh, an old MTV VJ. Are you thinking of Jesse Camp? No, because <laughs> I don't think he made anything, but like, oh, he made a record track marks on his arms. Yes, he did. It was like the and garbage Jesse Camp and listen, the garbage kids or something like that. It's listen, something. It's not, listen, it's not bad. There's a couple of jams. on. There. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, we I right, will okay. not be a party to you defending Jesse Camp, <laughs> who defeated uh, listen, that, that Dave Holmes in that story. Dave Holmes was the second place uh, person in that contest. Listen, did listen. you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. It's did I did I ever tell you my Jesse Camp story? No, no, I can't wait. Go, please. So, uh, when I found out that he had an album, because I did a research, I did. I was just like somehow like he reminded me. I mean, he had found he had an album, and I found it on iTunes, and I downloaded it, and I listened to it. And um, yeah, it's my Jesse Camp story. <laughs> I like the part where you. Uh, I like the part where you did the thing and you listened to stuff. That was cool. Yeah, that's 
I need. I, yeah, yeah so, I need to know. Yeah, rest in peace. I need to know Jesse more. Camp, I, know I want you to add more details to that and tell it again sometime. Uh, Do you think I, I've I've wondered this often, and I know everyone makes jokes about him saying diabetes and stuff. But do you like? I've had people in my life say words wrong, and you know, instead of like embarrassing them and saying, "Oh, I think you're saying that wrong," or "What?" or whatever. I will just find a way to like say it again in front of them, but the correct way. But the issue with people like that is they they hear you say it the <laughs> the right way, and I don't either. They're like, I don't give a crap, or in their mind, they're like, Nathan doesn't know how to say diabetes correctly. <laughs> Did you hear what he just said? He said diabetes. Like what an idiot. So well, they don't get picture, it. Like, just, Has it ever made I, somebody change the way they said I, something? That's what I mean. Like I picture the entire like casting crew of his commercials, just like the word diabetes is being said like They're every just, two like, seconds. Whispering to each other like, should we? <laughs> every, uh, diabetes, diabetes, diabetes. Say diabetes. Like, like everyone's just <laughs> saying it to hope that he hears it. And, and diabetes like, oh, wait, commercial, diabetes on one diabetes. Yeah. There was this lady at work uh, where I used to work where she would say envelope instead of envelope. Ugh. And I'm like, that's another word. Is that like a British? Is she, was she like British or something? No, 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 no. I don't even know if that's a British fra- like no, pronunciation just, of no. that. Or it's just a stupid person pronunciation of that. I think <laughs> it's like, like an it's idiot pronunciation. W- it's like, it, it, like I just kept saying like, you know, like I don't care if someone says a word wrong, like, but if you're saying another word, well, she's saying it correct. If you're saying like, <laughs> we walked outside and the fog was so thick yes, and enveloped us. That's yeah, right. That's not what she was. That's but you not don't. What she was saying. Yeah, you don't say like I put my the letter in an in an in, in, in envelope. I can't even say it in an in in, in, <laughs> in an envelope. She would or say something. that. And I would go. Oh, she would go. God. She would go. Um, so you take these and you put them in these envelopes, and I would say, <laughs> okay, so I, like in, instantly I would go, okay, so I put them in these envelopes right here, and she go, yeah, these envelopes. These envelopes. <laughs> Yes, those envelopes. <laughs> and she would repeat. It's like it, a like, freaking Cabot, like Abbott and Costello yeah. routine or something. It's 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 it was a uh, you know I didn't like that job. Granted, it was one of it was one of Abbott and Costello's crappier bits, but it was it, it was one. Yeah. It was when they were really searching for stuff at the end. But she knew what I was referencing. She knew. She, yeah, she didn't give a crap. She thought you were saying it wrong. Okay, so Wilford Brimley shows up, and he's like this this mean guy, and he tries to kick them out. But you can tell, like, immediately. There's all the, the way he, his character's written. He's like, get out of here. I don't want you around. But then, like, everything he does is, like, he's clearly, like, a nice, like, kind-hearted guy. But he's just for what – he's almost like – he's like the uh, – Ron Swanson of like uh, Star Wars or something like he's just like he has to be like, <laughs> you know, the like gruff and like wait brief. And no, the he's the, he's the Wilford Brimley of Star uh, oh, Wars. Oh, yeah. OK, better. <laughs> yes, better. I like what you said. Take out what I said. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. So he's he's there and like it's not even worth going into all the um, uh, like basically like the they like become fond, like they become like this, like quasi, like we're friends, we're family, like pretty much really quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. there's no, no effort is put into writing anything that would make you, you know, buy into these characters or care. They just like, they just like immediately like like each other. They just put like, they just put like blankets on each other. Yeah, pretty much, (laughs) pretty much (laughs) over and over again. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, yeah, there's one scene where she's like sitting, she's a little girl. She's probably like, I don't know. 
seven, eight years yeah, old. Maybe. And she's like sitting on his uh, lap at, at one point, And it, it looks like a scene out of a Christmas movie because he looks like Santa Claus kind of in this movie. Yeah. Big dude, big yeah. beard. Uh, but, but yeah, they like each other. So she, um, she, maybe this is a Santa Claus origin story. There you go. That I would have liked more. Yeah. That I would have liked more. Like there's the, there's the whole thing with um, because apparently everybody that lands on this planet is like their ship doesn't work anymore and they're stuck just like Sindel's parents. This happened. And this same same story with uh, Wilford Brimley's character whose name I can't mm-hmm. Noah. Is it Noah? Noah. Yes. Without an H. Okay. Noah. Yeah. Again, N-O-A. Very, very, very much. Okay. So. Okay. He's Noah. He has this big arc, right? <laughs> they're trying Ooh. to like, 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 like his space cruiser, right? But instead of, <laughs> I love George Lucas. Like, instead of coming up with like an interesting name for like, I don't know. Instead of coming up with an interesting name for him, he just goes, "Oh, his name's Noah." Just like, like we have here in Amer- in, in on Earth, except we'll just take off the H, right? And that's now it's all Ooh, Star Wars exotic. Yeah, it's so he but he has this big you find out she like follows him one day and he's going to this ship and he's like trying to fix his ship. This this humongous ship. It's not like a tiny like thing. It's huge, which he lives in this little like shack. And I was the first thing I thought when he got to his ship is I was like, why don't you just live in there? I mean, that thing is huge. (laughs) I know. I don't because he's like really like nervous about people finding it because he's like booby trapped all around it. So he doesn't want anybody to find it. I'm like, then just stay there. You could work on it all the time. You don't have to go because to get from his little crap cottage that he lives in to his giant ship, it's like this big treacherous walk that he goes through. So I'm like, either if you're going to build a crappy cottage, do it right by your ship or just live in the huge ship. Like, I don't understand what he's what he's trying to do there. But anyway, um, otherwise, well, then you can't have, you know, 20 minutes of adventure. Yeah. Which in in the Ewok movies, adventure just means, uh, you know, going over a, a river on a tree. Walking that fell on over. a path. Yeah. Walking across <laughs> a, a fallen over tree. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, pretty much. That's, that's pretty much like what, what it is. Like the adventures, the adventures these kids have like at Ewoks, I've had like, I've had the, I've had the exact same or more dangerous adventures in like the Metro parks in, in Ohio. <laughs> well, they're pretty nice Metro parks. I mean, you gotta <laughs> yeah. give it up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like, it's not Lord of the Rings where they're like hiking across like, you know, all these vast crazy lands full of different creatures. It's just like, it's just like trails in a in the woods you would have behind your house as a kid yeah it's just very basic freaking star wars it's classic star wars there's three like okay this is always this is a i'm sure every comedian has this joke or whatever but there are three is this the one about the the airplane food no this is a okay yeah it's it's about the difference between uh star wars cats and star wars dogs (laughs) Uh, so no there's there's like this vast universe where there's a millions of planets where we could see anything we ever wanted to see. And all we ever see is the forest, the desert, and a city in a desert. Right. That's it. Like, that's all you over get. Over and over again. That's all we ever freaking get. 
We could have planets where the water is in the sky. The the Star Wars fans are <laughs> pit, are pissed. They're they're on. They're going. What about Mustafar, the lava planet? What about Hoth, the frozen planet? What about? They're like they're reaming you right now, and they're making fun of well, your laugh, look, and they're having a hell of a time with it. So I listen, just want you to know. I that. have. Anything that's not based in the desert, the forest, or a city in a desert for me forward. is not Nathan Cannon. So. <laughs> it's, it's Nathan Cannon X. I mean, it's so far down there, you guys. Um, oh, I can Can I go back to one thing that that is not an important part of the the story at all? But before, um, I just thought it was funny. Before mm-hmm. uh, Sindel and and Wicket end up with the oatmeal cocoon guy. Uh, Noah, before they end up with him, they have like kind of this like sort of adventure where like um, these bad guys are trying to shoot them and they climb up this like little like rocky cliff thing that's mm-hmm. very clearly like inside of a, uh, a studio somewhere. Like it's really, mm-hmm. you know, terrible. And they get trapped in this little cave thing. Uh, mm. The only way they can get out is like there's an opening, but like right the opening just like drops off into to nowhere. Yeah. So out of part of the cave comes this like dragony thing and they're kind of like mm-hmm. trying to fight it and it grabs Sindel and it flies out of the cave and flies away. And Wicket, while they're in there, he's been like building this um, hang glider, which mm-hmm. where the hell did he get the stuff to build it inside this cave? I'll never understand. But he has built it. He has put it together and it is ready to go. And he flies off to follow this dragon. Mm-hmm. Um beyond the fact that he's like able to like steer this hang glider and like make yeah. it go up and down, which doesn't make any sense. He, at one point he, he flies up above the dragon and he, he like attacks the dragon. Do you remember how he does it? Yeah. He drops a rock on, he drops on this the... huge heavy rock on the dragon's head, head, yeah. which made me think Anytime I'm going hang gliding, the first thing I make sure that I'm going to take with me are giant rocks. Okay. Huge, heavy rocks. Like, why does he have that on there? So do you think they even thought about that? Okay. The, the, um, well, I think he, like, okay. So I think in the first one, they're also in hang gliders or in this one, it's other people in hang gliders in this one. No, not that I recall. I can't remember if it happens in the beginning or I may have suppressed the memories of watching this, but I think there were uh, in the first one, there might be hang gliders. Anyway, the Ewoks are hang glider masters, right? So, so they can just find random (laughs) scraps of crap in a cave. They're stuck in uh, build a hang glider. Like the rock thing. Like he, I think, I think when, okay, my understanding would be that he would have took the rocks with him because he knew he was going to try to, Drop the rock on him. What? I don't think he has. I don't think he attaches rocks to but you, hang gliders. You watch him like go and just get on the hang glider and go. He, my, whatever. My it's probably it not the is, detail that I should be. My my issue is what, like, he, like he drops the rock on the girl. There's no way he gets down in time to catch her. So yeah, he's flying above. <laughs> he's flying above this dragon. The dragon's holding that the rock would hurt it. Yeah, the dragon's holding her in its like talons, its claws down beneath its body, and it gets hit on the head by the rock and just drops her. And he proceeds in a hang glider 
to go, okay, here I come. And like somehow like nosedives this thing. Like a, like like a nosedives it. Like a paper airplane that just like sucks. Yeah, and then gets to where he <laughs> is and like, like swoops under her so she lands on top of it. I'm like, this yeah. he really is you were right when you said the Ewoks are hang glider masters. Because he clearly built like a navigation system in this thing that is pretty amazing. So anyway, so that's a little so bit let, of let, extra adventure they had that let, we didn't touch on. Let's uh, let's just uh, we're we're wrapping this up yeah, a little let's, bit. Let's uh, like skip so to the, the battle. Basically, battle happens. He <laughs> finds the battery and it goes puts in the script. They're off the he goes off the planet. There you go. Now watch the movie. You can figure it out. So let's. T- I want to talk about a a little bit about things that you liked or whatever i know you like teak i love teak um i i love the music i always love the music in these things really i I love tv score tv movie score and i love it especially when it's done by people who are in the star wars little area because they're everyone's i think everyone's trying to kind of do a john williams kind of thing you know even if they're not you know like so there's so there so there's lots of good you know lots of nice flutes and I love the music. I love it's got like a lot of like um you know like magical harps and like xylophone kind of sounds in there whatever. I love that and I love the freaking matte paintings. That's what was I was about s- to say. From the first one I had the exact same feeling about like the matte paintings are always so great. That's like, what I was fr- going to say is that was that's cool throughout like it's I mean it's they're clearly yeah. like not real, you can, all, but it, you but can, it adds like, to like the the fantasy like feeling of the whole thing. So for anyone who doesn't know and who didn't listen to the original episode where I described what a matte painting was, <laughs> uh, go back. But uh, it's just basically a piece of glass or something that they've painted a landscape on, and then you position it in such a way in front of the camera or behind you know, in the back mm-hmm. or whatever, however, however you do it so that when people are walking, it lines up exactly with whatever they're walking on. It's and like, it makes it look grander, like a real, it's like, like if like you if think you, about the last scene in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when he's pushing the Ark back into the, this gigantic warehouse that looks like it goes on for a mile. Do you remember that? Uh, that was yeah. done with a matte painting. Like obviously they didn't have a warehouse like that, that was built a mile long. Yeah, so it it cuts off at a certain point, and then there's yeah. a matte painting that makes it look and, like it continues on, and it's a cool, a really cool effect. And, and it's you know nowadays, and 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 that's they actually still use that terminology of matte when they're doing computer graphics and stuff. But so because nowadays everything's a computer. But like back then, what was what, what's kind of funny though? What's what's really funny is if you if you if you think that something is a matte painting. Um, and you could tell a lot of times because you could tell like like there's a castle or there's like a crazy weird castle in the background that would it be there? They wouldn't it have looks built like it's it. made of watercolors. <laughs> yeah, like you can. What's really funny is you can kind of see like it's it's wobbling a little bit, like like the edge of the the edge of wherever they're wherever it's supposed to meet is just wobbling just the tiniest little bit, and it it it's it's when you notice it, it's a little jarring, but it's. The paintings on this are really great. The paintings in this series are always really great. I don't know if there's um, a Hall of Fame for matte painters. There's got to be. But if not, um, we need to create it right after we get Mason Reese on. 
Yeah, that'll be Mason yeah. Reese is the first thing. <laughs> yeah, and we'll make a matte painting Hall of Fame afterward. But yeah, I think, I, I, I like that about it my, too. I like that about it I think, too. I think that's the best I like about this movie. Do you think people should watch this movie? Um, I mean, they should have already watched it if they're listening to this podcast. Yeah, because they would have the heck heard you guys the trailer. Doing? They would have heard the trailer and then been instructed to by us to watch this thing. I mean, I think that somebody could like uh, if you have like a little kid, then I think it's yes, you, you should. Even though my five year old son um, was in the room for part of the time I was watching this and he was kind of scared at a couple of the things. Oh, yeah. Um, Pussy. Which, yeah, I was like, I'd really <laughs> let him have it. I was like, you yeah. know, son of mine. <laughs> Yeah. It's like somebody's sleeping in the garage. We got to toughen you up, boy. Um, no, I. So if you have like a kid to watch it with, or if you have some like, you know, I mean, I would say like if you're like a diehard Star Wars fan. But if you're a diehard Star Wars fan, you've probably already seen this. Um, yeah, it's 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 a. If it, <laughs> I, I would say, don't worry about this dumb thing, um, but. If you're int- obviously if you're listening to this show and you're interested in this kind of stuff, it's not like the worst thing you'd ever have to watch. But um, man, it's if you don't if if you've only got so much entertainment time in your life, yeah, if- listen to our show and then skip this movie. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good. <laughs> I think that's a good. I would rubber stamp all everything you just said. I would agree with all that. Um, yeah, we all have a finite, uh, you know, number of. Grand grains of sand in the hourglass of our lives. God, what was right, that? So that was beautiful. What I just said. Uh, it was very profound. Very profound. So yeah, I don't. I don't know that it's a. It's not a must see. How's that? I'm just leaving. There it we at go. That. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the show network special. Um, we'll be back next week. Don't forget to listen on your favorite podcast thing. We have all. We're on all of them. I think there's probably some that we're not on. Like I'm not. Like we're not on like ones like, like we're not on any networks. We're on Golden, the Golden Ox Network. Besides that network, um, we are. But we're in iTunes. We're in. I don't really know what I'm saying right now. I'm just kind of trailing off because we're just on so much stuff. Is that There's where no you listen to? Even. Is that where you listen to all your iTunes? I, I use uh, my pod, the podcast, Apple podcast app. I use Overcast. So there we're on go. there. We're on. Yeah. Yes. Everywhere you can yes. want. Yes. yes. I don't know what the you. golden ox thing you're talking about is. I should know that. <laughs> golden, maybe I don't. Yes. But. So golden ox is uh, we, we don't talk about it much, um, but we are a member of the golden ox podcast Ooh. network. Uh, we used to record there uh, because uh, Zach Rye lived in Cleveland and he lived and we would record at this actual studio. He would. Uh, but now that he's no longer there on the show, uh, and you live in Columbus, uh, we just record from location. our house. And uh, sorry, uh, Columbus, Georgia. He lives in Columbus, Georgia. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, check out NetworkSpecialPodcast dot com. Uh, give us some reviews, like only good ones, of course. And um, subscribe. I don't know. I'm Do open. I'm open to all kinds of feedback. If you want to go on there and ream me, if you want to talk about my laugh, my yeah. nasally voice, whatever you want, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm open to all of it. I just uh, I appreciate you all listening. And, uh, and by the please way, keep just, doing so. Just so you know, this ending, this ending segment is actually written and rehearsed. So <laughs> don't act like we're just 
like we're not just like fumbling over our words like no we wrote this it's because we're good actors and at the end of every episode it will be this exact same exchange including what i just said um so anyways uh, thank you so much and uh have a have a good one that was really good (laughs) 